Welcome back, everyone, to Fragrophilia. I am Jeff. This is Jane. I am very excited about the game today because I feel like I, I picked some heavy hitters. I'm just I'm pumped to to uh, test you on them. I am also excited to try your sense, and I'm excited about the theme that I chose for my picks for your version of the game. Well, are you able to tell me now, or do you want to save it until later? I will tell you. Okay. Um, the theme is slightly culinary. Every fragrance has some various food elements to it. Okay, but like gourmand or? Food items. Okay, I like this. Keep it vague. I like keeping it vague. I am going because I'm tired of summer. I'm thinking about fall. Labor Day is a couple weeks away. I mean, let's bring it on. Kids are going back to school, for God's sakes. It is kind of fall. I'm embracing that, and I have these kind of like, think of oiled wood and treated leather. Ooh. Yeah. They're very rich, very oil finishy, if that makes any sense. Like really sharp, make your nose tingle type sense? Yeah, just kind of like treated woods and leather where you get, you know, kind of like the oil treatment, you know, you rub it in there and the finish and you, uh, and with the, um, with like leather, you treat it with like the linseed oil and things like okay. that. Okay, oily yeah. timber. I can't wait. Yeah, so, um, but... We haven't had a lot of crazy stuff going on with scents. We did go out recently to the mall and uh, went into Neiman's, and you liked an homage scent quite a bit. I've actually fallen for a couple of homage scents. It's a brand that took me a while to get into because I'll be honest, some some of the the way that the scents are marketed or named, it's kind of hard to parse for me. Like, I, it really feels like you need somebody to kind of walk you through the brand, and I haven't had that experience yet. But I have to say that my uh, brush with their latest release, Meander, is that what it's called? Guidance. Guidance. That's kind of... Thank you. <laughs> no, they have one called Meander. The Meander needs guidance. Exactly. Yeah. It's very confusing. See, it's a <laughs> Maybe confusing... Maybe they should layer those. I don't know. It's a confusing brand. Um. Anyway, Guidance, it kind of stuck with me. I'm... Kind of want to figure out how I feel about it. It does have that kind of weird seaweed thing with all of the pretty florals that was intriguing me. But the one that I came away very interested in when we went to the mall, I tried Crimson Rocks, mm. which is this really intense, syrupy, sweet, honeyed rose. But it has like this kind of verdant, earthy vetiver going on too, and a ton of cinnamon. Yeah. So it was very intense in in a kind of way where I'm like, I don't know if I like this or I hate this, but that's the kind of thing that gets me interested. Yeah, it was it was interesting to because that was the last stop before we got in the car and drove all the way back from Dallas. So I was smelling it in the car and listener when you're driving with an infant, you know, sometimes Jane sits in the back with him. And so the the cycling of the air conditioner kind of like brings it through the front and I'm just kind of left with it. And it's like this mysterious thing. And I was enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, you know, it almost is like a train wreck. I, I don't know if it works or not, but I like the boldness of it. The perfumer is Domatil Michelin Bétier. I hope I said that remotely close to correct. <laughs> but uh, she did Flower Bomb, the the icon. Okay. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. But I don't know. I, I thought it was 
I think it. I think we should get a sample set one day of Amwash. We definitely we need should. a sample set of Amwash so that we can become Amwash literate. It's it's a difficult brand for me, but I can tell like there's amazing stuff there. So we just need to get in the weeds. And that same trip, I finally had the chance. I've been looking so forward to trying Heaven Can Wait, uh, Frederick Mall, Jean Claude Elena's newest scent just released. They just had it at Neiman's. Tried it immediately. I was so pumped because it has kind of all those notes that we love. Iris, clove, plum, magnolia, love magnolia in scents. Carnation, pimento seed, musk, carrot seeds, vetiver, vanilla. I mean, the list, those are all hits for us. Yeah, we've been really excited. And like quite a few releases recently, just kind of, it was nice. Okay, I have to wonder if our noses weren't a little overwhelmed. It was the last stop when we were, the last stop of our perfume counter tour. And I was kind of like, oh, man, if I had known that we were going to smell this today, I would have, like, held off, had a palate cleanser. I think it, maybe for you. But you had smelled quite a bit more than I did. True. Because you were going through several of the moages, and I can't remember what else you were tested. But I tried one of the moages that you were smelling when we were at that counter, and then I just – then I went straight mm-hmm. to Heaven Can Wait. And I wore it on my arm. And I could get it. I mean, I I liked it. It was just kind of, I was hoping for something a little more. Maybe I'm holding out hope because I want to really like it. Yeah, I mean, it has, yeah, you're right. We should get a proper sample, wear it, just test it out. I guess I I was hoping a little bit to be wild. You know, those iris carrot seed scents can be really hit or miss for me. Well, and it's very similar. It reminds me of kind of they have that those those several fragrances in the mid release line. You know, kind of released, you know, in between the big releases and the newer releases, kind of like Iris Poudre and and um, Eau de Magnolia and things like that. That are kind of just kind of light skin, close yeah. to the skin sense, and and this would fit with those very well. Um, but it's probably not going to be a buy for me. I wonder what other people are saying. Have you read anything, what other people think about it? Not, there's not many reviews on Fragrantica. There's a handful. Um, I don't think anybody's overly impressed. Okay. Um, I would be surprised if they were. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It smelled, it, to be honest, it smelled kind of, you got the carrot seeds. You did get the clove um, that gave it kind of the spicy kind of edge to all these kind of nice florals, the iris, the magnolia, the carnation, you could get all of those things. It was just kind of like, yeah, I've smelled, I've smelled something similar. Those type of scents, it's like they're everywhere, it seems. The name is so dramatic. Like, I wonder what the kind of concept behind it Yeah, it, was. Feels, it feels very, um, you know, technicolor romance. Yeah. I don't know. A little bland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as new releases that I, I hope don't disappoint me, but who knows, is uh, Le Labo announced their newest release coming out in October, Levon 31. And it's right up my alley because it, it seems like a fougere. It seems like a barbershop kind of cologne style. It's bergamot, neroli, lavender, musk, tonka, and amber. I mean, it's kind of like a Celine fragrance, to be honest. Um, but... I don't know. I'm excited to try you that one. You have such an intense love-hate relationship with Le Labo. I know because, I don't know, I really like them. And then some of it I have a problem with. I don't know. We yeah. were talking today. I had no idea that the city's exclusive line was like priced differently for no reason. Yeah. So as listeners, 
this is the time of year where Le Labo sells all of their city scents and all their different stores and online from, I think, August 1st to September 30th. You can get sample sets. You can try all the, the city exclusives from all over the world that you normally can only buy in their cities. Uh, here in Dallas, ours is aldehyde, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's a little but, underwhelming. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. Maybe but, aldehyde's like hairspray. Yeah, but I think they're almost like $100 more than their standard line counterparts, but there's nothing really... There's no merit. It's just the Yeah, I don't think there's no like uh, percentage differences. That's the bottle's cool. the same and, you know, it's just exclusive. Yeah, I don't think that's cool. Yeah. So. I didn't realize that until Emma did her episode on the latest perfume room. Yeah. Which so. she also had a problem with that, like... And, you know, she did such a great job kind of going through all of them, finding counterparts within the regular line that matched what they were. I don't know. I thought that was a really cool way she did that. So um, bravo to her. And uh, But I am looking forward to trying Lavande 31. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, also, Fragrantica stuff. We saw that great article on a couple a couple. Maybe an episode ago or before that, I mentioned I finally had a chance to try Satanosa by Nasamato. Another disappointment for me. Um, love Nasamato. Love Alessandro Guterri. But it just didn't kind of pack the punch I thought it was going to with all the kind of bondage it and S&M and sex club kind of, you know, advertising and the, the penis cap. You know, you expect something a little bit more than just kind of a, uh, I don't know. It was kind of like a mild Tonka fragrance. It smelled like, you know, cookie dough. It did. But like not even fresh cookie dough, like some whole house roll of cookie dough you got from the grocery store. And like you left, you know, in the fridge for a week unwrapped where all of those kind of like potent <laughs> aromas have kind of drifted away. And it's just like dull cookie cookie dough. It was not any it wasn't sexy it wasn't provocative it delivered nothing that it promised so it was such a relief to see someone else say that out loud because when you go to the fragrantica page for what's it called again sadanosa sadanosa people are so dramatic like this smells like butthole and semen and it's i don't understand what they're smelling it just shows you how easily i wish no <laughs> it shows you how easily people are influenced by the copy like we need to get these people to play well, play the game they need to play the yeah game. We've, we've even seen some reviewers that we respect and like kind of go on about how just musky and crazy it is and at one point was compared to um uh, Pujata. Was it Pujata? No, 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 it was Sebastian. He kept saying that if you like Carnicure by oh Marlou, my gosh. That, if you yeah. like Carnicure by Marlou, you're going to love Sadanosa. They're really similar. And that Sadanosa dials it up. It dials up what Carnicure is trying to do. And it's what like, is he no, smelling? Nobody. Yeah. I could not have a, an experience more dissimilar to Carnicure than Sadanosa. Like, it's just, they're not even in the same ballpark. So to hear him say that repeatedly was kind of insane to me. I don't know what other people are smelling. I, I stand by dull cookie dough. We'd love to, if you want to write in to hello at fragrophilia.com or one of our social channels, I'd love to hear anybody else's thoughts on it and yeah. their experiences. Send us hate mail. The article we were talking about is called... Um, Sadanosa, the orgy won't happen by Elena Vyprokofeva. <laughs> and she talks about how it just kind of um, 
I'll quote this part. What I didn't expect from Sadanosa was innocence, the scent of slightly burnt homemade creamy lipstick that transitions into the cozy softness of boiled milk with crumbly butter cookies and into an even more delicate aroma of rice powder. And that's, yeah, that's what I got. He's on the money. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. That's probably the last time we'll mention that uh, fragrance, right? Can I just say one more hater thing? I would love it. Um, you know, it's like, obviously it generated so much press for him. And I saw the reviews just accumulate so quickly. Everyone was jumping to make their Sadanoso review because they drummed up so much sensation about the scent with all of the marketing. And people really obviously bought into it. And, you know, I think really put on a show being horrified by how wild it was. And it's like, wow, that that really paid off. So, yeah. It did kind of make me like Very suggestibility. I know that you're a big fan, but that did make me kind of lose a little respect for the brand. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. You know, he'll come back. Yeah, I hope so. Now, on to things that we really love and have been blown away by. We finally, probably later than we should have, we should have probably tried these a while ago, but we ordered the Strange Love sample set of Strange Love uh, NYC. And wow, we were really taken with them. Okay, can you explain the concept behind Strange Love Perfumery for people who don't know? Well, Strange Love is a brand, and I think the creative director is Helena Christensen, the model, correct? Wait, for yeah. real? Yeah. Um, I don't know I, if she she's was... She's not the owner. I knew that she had a fragrance brand or was yeah. involved in one, but... She's a creative director or, you know, involved. She's a fraghead? Yeah, Queen. well, she's a maybe just an oud head. I don't know, um, but the nose on all they have five scents. They all use real, authentic oud, and they're all composed by Christophe Lodemel, who Lodemil, who famously did the icon of icons, Fierce by Amber Crombie and Fitch. Uh, he has his own line, The Zoo. He's very outspoken um, in terms of perfumer rights and just the things we should be interested in in the industry, preserving the creativity and preserving the um, just the resources and the and the things that are made into the fragrances that we love and protecting it from corporate interests. Um, but he was the nose behind all five fragrances. And we finally just sat down and, and wore them, and they are definitely oud fragrances. Yeah, and just um, to preface this, the shocking thing about Strange Love, I think when anybody would look up the brand oh, and yeah. try to get familiar, the price point is what's shocking. For a 100 ml of any of these fragrances, it's $950, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it's... It's pure, authentic oud, much like Frederick Mall and The Promise or, or The Night. I think it's The Night, yeah. Yeah, that, that one is a similar price point. So you're paying for the real deal, a potent dose of the real thing. Um, but I can tell you, after trying these, you smell the difference. It is incredible. Yeah. And it is heavy. Like, it stays with you. It's, it's really quite a, an experience. I really enjoy it. Well, there's they have five in their line, and I feel like even though they all have that really heavy, heavy dose of oud, they all have something really different to offer. But the one that we both kind of fell in love with more than anything was Fall Into Stars. Yes. 
Yeah, it is. Uh... Which I have right here. Oh. Oh my God. So this is that really deep, rich animalic oud, but there's rosewood too, which you kind of get that oily dried wood thing that you're, yeah. you were talking about earlier. But the vanilla and pink pepper make it just kind of like cozy. There's a little bit of a cinnamon vibe here, even though there's not cinnamon. And then there's Narcissus, my favorite. Yes. Here, you want to smell? I do, because it's just the thing that when you try them, you get such a blast of that oud, and it's very dense, and it's very animalic in some instances. It's very kind of petrol and other, very kind of, you know, what it is, rotting kind of, kind of like diseased wood. Um, but it's so nuanced and rich and just smoky, and it kind of it kind of dazzles you and then it starts to you get all of those other notes so you know lost in flowers obviously you get the floral notes and and uh and fallen to stars it's kind of like they're amber yeah and it's just so comforting and rich and you're dealing with these kind of this magical mystery oud element mixed with these kind of comforts of vanilla and pink pepper and it's just i don't know it, it is you you get kind of a body feel from it that's just Exactly, unique. that's a good way to describe it. Like, it's a body high. And, you know, a lot of times I can conjure a scent in my in my mind's eye, in my nose's nostrils. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I, but I was saying, when we were going to talk about these on the show today, I had to get them out because it's the kind of thing that you have to, it's too profound of an experience to hold in your memory. Truly, I mean, Jeff and I smell fragrances all of the time, but I have to say, like, you... You smell what you are paying for here. This is on another level. I can tell that, you know, that just the depth here. It's not like anything else that I've smelled before. No, it isn't. It isn't. And it, it's, it's definitely not for everyone. The oud is very powerful. And, um, oh my God. you know, just even like looking at this list. So there's Lost in Flowers, Fallen to Stars, Dead of Night, Melt My Heart, and Silence the Sea. And Melt My Heart is another one that we were really taken with because it hits you not only with this powerful oud mm. note, you get this dark chocolate that smells like dark chocolate. It, it's so rich and decadent. I'm smelling it right now and it's like making my eyes roll back into my head because yeah. there's not only dark chocolate, there's also uh, absinthe, nutmeg, clary sage, ginger, and mandarin. So it has like this whole kind of culinary yeah, gourmand it's, side it's delicious it is so all of these are very decadent they are truly luxury fragrances you know obviously it's you know budget wise that's for whoever to decide but it, even like i think the sample set was around 100 for all five we've sprayed them quite a bit and we're not even really halfway through any of them. Yeah, they're kind of generous little samples. Yeah. And the thing about these is like one spray will do you yeah. for 48 hours. You get a little bit on your shirt. Yeah. It's going to be on your shirt tomorrow. Yeah, when we it's... were like playing around with Lost in Flowers, just kind of like, ooh, what's this? So like when we were first getting into it, it, it stuck around for two days in yeah. the bedroom. And I love that one too. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know, the white florals just kind of sneak at you here and there. And it's so cool. And the cardamom. And layered. Oh. What a, it's, all of these are brilliant. I will say that Silence of the Sea is probably the only one that I, or Silence of the Sea is the only one didn't hit for me. And I'm going to tell you why. Ever since we bought the note set 
uh-huh. of from uh, Art and Olfaction in L.A. And the we smelled materials. the raw materials, and we smelled the uh, the ambergris solution. I, I, something's happened. I just I can't. Ambergris kind of grosses me out now. I get it. It just there's something very uh, sitting pond, yeah, to it Algae. where it's like yeah, and it's just kind of like I get why it's used, and I do like it in fragrances and the salty aspects and the open sea kind of stuff, but it's very prevalent in this. I think they're probably using real ambergris. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope for the price. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just like mixed with oud and ambergris and it has truffle. It's just kind of like a lot of things going on that it, it just, that, that pond water just hits me and I just can't do it. Yeah. So, but everything else though, transformative. Yeah. I'm a little like dead of night is still one that I'm not sure I'm a hundred percent on board with yet. I'm going to have to spend more time with that. That has a heavy dose of violet leaf, which is a note that can be weird for not just for me. I've heard a lot of people like violet leaf is a weird one. So, but yeah, um, lost in flowers fall into stars and melt my heart. Just incredible. Yeah. I, I can't wait to wear these when, you know, here we're testing them out when it's like 105 outside. So yeah, well, we're not going outside, <laughs> no. but, uh, it was, uh, it, it would be fun to, to wear them out on a night in the fall when it's just kind of cool. I could just, I don't know. We're really taken with it and I'm glad we sampled them. Jeff and I went to, uh, we had our first date oh, night out. Right. We had our yeah. first date night out with the baby at home with the babysitter. It was scary. I survived. But we went to this like really small restaurant that had not <laughs> not real AC. Like they just had some fans blowing around. Oh God, I'm so glad we, we didn't go crazy. Yeah, we I, we were very careful with our fragrance selection. That we night. were joking because we had been there before <laughs> and it is a tiny restaurant. An amazing food, amazing experience, but it's tight quarters. We didn't even think about the air conditioning aspect and the fans blowing, but we were just like, yeah, we should go in there and mabet or something like that. <laughs> Blow <laughs> and, uh, it out. <laughs> but boy, when we when we made it in there. Uh, what did you wear? Okay, so actually I didn't wear the most subtle fragrance, but oh, I wore a right. very subtle application of it. <laughs> um, I actually didn't I didn't pack good samples when we when we went. I was too busy getting all of my breast pump shit. Anyway. Uh, I wore a very light spray of Oud Satin Moon. And it smelled amazing. Yeah. I always have, like, for some reason, I always have MFK samples just rocking around I all my like makeup I feel like you've bags. had that Oud Satin Mood sample in your bag for, like, for like four years. years. I mean, you've sprayed it a thousand times. Yeah, How is it still it's have? Like it's my, still half full. It's like my default hotel scent. Yeah, because it I really just, is. It's always there. Considering she was such a hater for a while. <laughs> It's amazing. I mean, I mean, like the can someone roll back the tape from the first episode to <laughs> hey, like now because hey, each I, week you I wasn't it. saying that I was hating on oud satin mood so much as I wish I had gotten oud silk mood. There mm. was a moment in time where I wish I had oud silk mood instead. Um, and you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll go through that phase again. Maybe it wasn't just a phase. And I'm going to go ahead, both. and since you're ticking off the Oud Satin Mood box, I'm going to go ahead and tick off my Ex Nihilo box because I wore Cologne 352 when we went out. Which was really nice. I really like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I could talk about Ex Nihilo scents all the time. Yeah, but you're pretty easy to please with colognes, I got to say. Whoa, shot across the bow. Which is like, a cologne should be easy and enjoyable. You know? I think it's uh, not a complex I'm good category. at picking. I'm good at picking. I mean, we did just start this episode with me ranting about uh, a couple of fragrances I hated, but uh, or not hated, but didn't like. <laughs> Was hoping I would like and didn't like. But speaking of fragrances we like, 
sense of the week. Okay. Do you want to start? I will start this this week. Okay. My number one that I wore quite a bit and really enjoyed, uh, inspired by their new branding and new bottles, is uh, Libertine Fragrances Sex and Jasmine. I, yeah, I just, uh, I'm happy for Josh. He's a class act and a great, uh, he's great on TikTok and he really explains the process and what it's like to be a niche independent perfumer. And he does a really great job and he just launched his new bottles and all that stuff. And, um, they look great. And yeah, beautiful, beautiful rebrand. Yes. Congrats, Josh. Love all the design aspect, but we love Sex and Jasmine, and it was already on the tray anyway. And um, there's just something about going back against uh, what I just said. The way that the ambergris and the geranium kind of mix with each other in that, mm -hmm. sure, you get the jasmine. Yes, you get the neroli. Uh, there's a nice patch patchouli element to it, and you get kind of a sweet vanilla. But I really love the way the ambergris and the geranium give this kind of green, almost kind of salty, airy. It almost creates like an incense vibe. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's just such a unique no, take on that. I walked in the room after you put it on today. That was this afternoon that you were wearing it. And I'm like, what the hell did you spray in here? I couldn't really parse it. And then when yeah. you said sex and jasmine, I'm like, oh, yeah. But I totally get the salty vibes that you're talking about. Yeah, it's a really interesting accord. There's so many white florals. There's so many jasmine and neroli scents out there. And we love them all. And especially, you know, paired with a little bit of kind of like rich vanilla or a little bit of patchouli. But it's that ambergris geranium combo. I'm guessing. I don't really know. I don't know the formula. But uh, that's two of the notes that are listed. And it has to be something like that because I'm picking up the saltiness of it. I'm picking up the green of it. And I love it. Another one that I wore this week was Violet Hay by Marissa Zappos was on the tray, and I just, I love that fragrance. It reminds me a lot of Bibliotech by Byredo, not necessarily yes. in scent, but the way they use the fruit note. And, and the suede, they both have suede, right? Maybe I'm wrong. They're both kind of giving a, well, in Violet Hay, you definitely get the suede. So it's, it's as a note, listed as a note, and it's, it has that kind of soft powdery leather. Uh-huh. Whereas Bibliotech is using kind of a combination of notes to create kind of book leather. Okay. And um, the way they use plum and, and, and violet hay is, is apricot. And it just and then you get that kind of scratchy hay note to it. And it's mm -hmm. just such a cool fragrance. I really love the way it wears. Uh, it's not overly heavy. It's not a big, big, powerful fragrance. But it's one of those that gets in your clothes. Yes. And just kind of like shows up here and there. And, you know, you'll just be going to the grocery store and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to put that on. But then you just live in it for a few seconds. And it's just I love it. There's something about violet hay that feels very effervescent to me. Do you get that? Yeah. Like a champagne cocktail vibe. Yeah. I love that. It's, te I, it's quite textural with the hay and that kind of effervescence that I'm talking about. It's one that I don't see mentioned very often, but I really believe it's one of her best fragrances. I think it is a standout. It's so good. Which is saying a lot because she has a lot of great ones. Yes. Uh, and finally, and it's probably one that we shared, is Amber Teutonic by D.S. and Durga. Mm -hmm. It's, to me, a great scent to wear right now because it gives you all of that kind of like cooling pine. You still get that kind of, uh, kind of you get the, the little bit of amber in the base. But can I tell a little funny story about it? Um, I remember I had ordered samples of this 
so long ago. I almost blind bought it. And I was think I ordered a sample of this in Amber Teutonic because or Amber or Kiso because I love Amber and I love the Essendurga. And I remember getting it and it is so not an Amber fragrance to me. Like when you smell it, it's like it wasn't the Amber that I was thinking it was going to be. So I didn't like it. Yeah, I can see like with the name, you might be led to expect something very different. I just thought it was going to be so different than what it was. And so I just shelved it. And then you picked it up one time and you loved it. Yeah. And that kind of reframed it for me. And it was kind of like you did the same with Amber Kiso as well, because all I could mm-hmm. smell were the was the Band-Aids. But you picked up on all these other notes of it. And it's one of those fun things that when you have a partner, which I'm lucky to have, that loves fragrance as much as I do and loves to play in that realm it can kind of change your perspective and learn you can learn to appreciate things in different ways because you have someone to sound it off with oh absolutely and that is to me because it's just now I appreciate the cool green pine of it it does have those resinous notes in the basic but in the bases but it's definitely not an amber of now no and um and it's very unique I don't know. It's just one of my favorites to wear, and I love it right now. And uh, and I know you wore it this week, and it smelled great on you yeah. as well. Yeah, for my picking three scents of the week, Amber Teutonic is definitely one that I wore a lot. As soon as I, you know, I think did I put that on the tray? We were spraying it like crazy. Like as soon as we saw that, I don't know. As soon as we it's saw that on the tray, it was like open season on Amber Teutonic. Yeah. But for me, like, um. It took, I took sort of a break from being super into fragrance after Barney's clothes. I kind of lost yeah. interest in a lot of niche fragrance for a while, but that is one that really got me into it again. And I think it's because, you know, I wore Fionagi by Serge Luton. Um, That was my signature scent. That was, I kind of felt for a while, like, how could I find anything that I love as much as this scent, which, yeah. you know is a reasonable way to feel about that fragrance. It's amazing. And I think a lot of other people <laughs> feel the same way about Fionnagy. Um, Especially Serge so, uh, Luton because she charges like $400. Yeah, no so. kidding. It's, <laughs> it's so expensive now. Um, but, you know, Amber Teutonic was a good way to kind of get my toes back into the niche waters and be like, oh, like there are other things out there that are a little bit like um, like Fionnagy, but different. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just love it. It does have that very, like, mentholated medicinal vibe. And it also has a sort of maple syrupy sweetness. Yeah. And um, both of those kind of, like, give me sleepy time tea bear vibes. Because with all of that kind of bristling coniferousness, it reminds me of, like, you know, the sleepy time tea bear. Maybe, like, curled up in a cabin on a cold winter night. That's how I imagine him living. Of course, I mean, it's on the box. But I have to say, like, um, when I wore Amber Teutonic this last week, what really got me about it this time was the musk that you get in the dry down. Like, three or four hours later, the musk comes on really strong, and it was gorgeous. Just a sublime journey from start to finish. Yeah, it was a studio scent for you for a while, too, right? Yeah, so it does does remind me of um, a certain era of paintings that I was making and, like, also being pregnant. I was pregnant when I wore it, so it was nice to revisit. Yeah. Um, Okay, here's another exciting thing that I wore, one of my scents of the week, Ethereal Wave by Lise. This is is their latest release, and they sent it over to us, so thank you so much. I was so excited to try this. I was going to buy it because it is a tea fragrance. I'm a big tea drinker and not to be like that, but I actually don't drink coffee. I, I'm 
mostly a, a tea person. So I, I'm always looking for great tea fragrances. And this is great because it wears just very light. It's not an overly complex scent. It's just kind of peppy and carefree. To me, it gives me like coastal grandmother vibes for sure. Like it's kind of doing what I think Joe Malone wishes some of its fragrances could do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, a really gorgeous wear. And I can tell it's something that I'm going to be spending a lot of time with. And the next, before it gets like really cold, it's the perfect kind of scent for this time of year and this type of weather that we're having now. And it's just great for like every day spending time with the baby. I don't feel like it's too heavy to wear around him. It's gorgeous. I think the really cool thing that they did with it, which like Joe Malone or, or similar fragrances, a lot of fragrances try this, where they try and create an easy breezy wear, a lighter fragrance that's still present, but never quite gets there because it's not a heavy fragrance at all. It's very easy to wear, but it's always there. You don't not smell it. Like the even citrus. hours later, you still when you walk by, it's like, oh, I. When you enter a room, I can detect it. Yeah. I, you know, it's present. It is a very present but easygoing fragrance. It's the, really nice. It's the citrus, and it is just strong enough to hold on for a while. Yeah. And to kind of tickle your nose and, and catch your attention, but the musk there is like really soft and gorgeous and cozy. So that is just lovely. I know it was inspired by like. Uh, Cocteau Twins. I think the ethereal wave is a reference to that genre of music. I'm not sure if I like totally get that reference, but I love it. I mean, yeah. I'm not the hugest Cocteau Twins fan, but I'm always happy when it's on. But sure. um, <laughs> the other one that I wore, and this was maybe it was my favorite wear of the week. And this mm. is kind of going back to like having a having a partner who is into fragrances and like picks things for you and how amazing that can be was Hual by Aesop. Oh, I love it. I'm obsessed. I mean, we've only had it for a couple of months, right? You got it like this spring? Yeah, it was part of, because it has geranium in it. So it was part of my spring sense that I, in geranium, especially in geranium-inspired spring sense that uh, I went with earlier in the year. And I love it. For me, it's mostly like a vetiver, thyme, and like incense-type fragrance. Yeah. It's very like earthy, woody, uh, feels a, like a little bit primordial, maybe. You know, it feels kind of ancient and mystical. I mean, it's, you know, going back to Fiona again, how, like, how that's such a touch, touch point for me in fragrance and how I always love those really deep, earthy, woody fragrances. Wall is right up there. I was so thankful that you brought this into our collection. I wouldn't have chosen it. I was, you like came home and surprised us with it one day. Yeah. Well, I was at the mall and I've, I've seen a couple people just kind of talk about their fragrances online and, and Aesop is such a chic brand in general. It's like, oh, I want to, I want to go in and we have a store here. So I, I, I went and just kind of sampled through and they were so nice. Unfortunately, they don't have samples they can give you. So it was just kind of like I, try, I had like six of them on my skin. But that was the one that really jumped out to me. And I knew already that it had uh, geranium in it. So I was already kind of bending towards that. But when I wore it, it the thing that it reminds me of a lot right now is Rose 31 and just oh, how yeah. much we love that and how Super it does. has that kind of just scratchy woody the vetiver with you know like some spices i don't know what uh um, oh, yeah there's a lot of spice in it what wall has in it offhand well you mentioned time but yeah there's some kind of just it's not the cumin note but it's something like that 
and uh, and they're very similar in that regard. And it's just, I, yeah, when I wear it, I want to wear it. I want to smell myself. I want to keep mm-hmm. spraying it throughout the day. It's not the hugest, la- you know, it lasts four or five hours, but I'll respray that anytime. Yeah. I love it. It's the kind of thing that you really want to smell on a sweater yes. a couple of days later. Yeah. Like a navy cable knit sweater. Yeah. Yeah, it just... It's a cool fragrance, too. It's just kind of an interesting, cool fragrance. And we went into Aesop when we went to the mall, and we tried several more. And, like, everyone was just, like, a banger for us. It was. It was. We have some some really interesting fragrances. I can't remember their names, and they're all kind of crazy names. They do those smoky incense, hippie scents that you and I like. We can never get enough of those. Yeah. And they have one that's kind of an aquatic, but it's also kind of cooking spices and, and woodsy as well and has a seaweed it's just a really cool fragrance and um yeah so they need to come out with a sample set because i just want to kind of like smell they a couple do. of few come on I mean, come on aesop i would i would be happy to own a few aesops but i want to at least go through a discovery set first um, don't make me go in the store are we ready to start the game let's do it okay let's get some more wine okay the game has begun I have just sprayed Jeff his first scent from my slightly culinary themed fragrance selection. It really, it smells like we have this like uh, embedded spice drawer in our home. And when you open it up and it has all our spices in it, this is what that smells like. It smells like bay leaves. It smells like dry bay leaves. And a little bit of when you go into the pantry and there's some dried like... I don't know, like soup mix. You, you know what I'm talking about? You, you, kind of like a a dried. You, you see those packages. Like Lipton's chicken noodle soup. Kind that, of like that. that we but, always drink but, when we're sick. Yeah, but but not that, because um, that just smells like salt. But this smells a lot more like the kind that are a little bit fancier that you don't ever buy, but you see in the store, and it has like little bits of dried carrots and peas and it's things like, like that. Twenty two dollars at Central Market. Yes, but it's also very green. There's a, there's a, a nice little green, fresh, minty note to this, mm-hmm. and a very um, sandalwood like Palo Santo dried wood note that is like dried wood. This is we also have some Palo Santo sticks uh-huh. in a drawer, and when you open that drawer, you smell those sticks. But over time. It's starting. It's 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 deadened a little bit. Those yeah. sticks are really dry now, and uh, that's what this smells like. I kind of like it. I wouldn't want to wear it now. I want to wear it in November. Mm-hmm. I want to wear it in January. I want to wear it under a months. sweater. Just those two months. <laughs> <laughs> February? No. Get it out of here. No, it's really good. Is this a Joram Studio? I knew it. I knew it. We're always guessing fucking Joram Studio, and here we are, finally. I would totally wear this. I like it. Do you want me to read you the copy? I want to uh, read the notes first. Okay, yeah, the notes are crazy, and I feel like Ooh, maybe God. you didn't call it everything directly, but you got all of, all of the elements, um, because there's the herbs, there's the greenness from fern, actually, and um, then there's a lot of woods. So the notes are chamomile. Get that? I get that. Bengal pepper, honey, clary sage, marjoram, and myrtle. Mm. Vetch, and vetch is a member of the pea family. 
clove and heart's tongue, which is a type of oh, fern. Oh, totally get the clove. Yes. Musk thistle. Heliotrope. Tormentile, hmm. which is a flower belonging to the rose family. Mahogany. Cocoa. Tobacco. Deer tongue. And cherry wood. The perfumer at Joram, who is awesome, is never shy to add as many notes as possible. Yeah. I like it. Every every the fragrance that we've tried of theirs, and we go to look at the note list, has like 35 notes. Yeah. And I love it. And their um, niche. It's a very cool, dry fragrance, like 50s, 50 degrees. Um, it's a very pale green, like a bay leaf, like a dried bay leaf sitting in your, your pantry drawer. That's the color of this. Uh, season, definitely fall. But kind of winter, you know, because November's in fall and January's in the winter. <laughs> and the weight, it's light. It's kind of airy, you know. It's, I yeah, don't think it, it's dense. It comes on strong, but it's not overwhelming. No, it's very you could pleasant. Wear it. This is, I, you know, it'd be interesting to wear it and see how many people think it's a fragrance and how many people think you've been making soup. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not making fun of it at, at all because I, I mean, I, you know, that wouldn't bother me at all. But yeah. If you have a very witchy soup, admittedly. It's, you smell it, it's like, wow, I know it's a fragrance. But if I smelled it on you. Right. And you just happen to be in the kitchen. I, I, you know, like uh, while I'm working, I notice, oh, Jane's been in and out of the kitchen all day. How's that she soup smells a little coming, bit, Yeah. Hey, did you make soup today? <laughs> I didn't do anything in the kitchen. Oh, really? Because you smell like soup. Um, but what Sexy. era is it set in? I mean, I feel like it's, you know, middle ages. Completely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, where's my mead? Yeah. This is like you, you've just made, you, you know, you're living in your stone, whatever, hut. I mean, it's a little bigger. It's your stone living domicile. Living in your stone hut. And, uh, the- you know, you got the peat moss in between the, the stones <laughs> and it's the smoke's coming out of the chimney. A and, big uh, black kettle. You just put yeah. things into boil for months. It's like the plague is already passed through and you survived. You're good. <laughs> um, probably because of this mixture that you make and drink. That you bought from a witch. Your that local you bought witch, from a witch. Yeah. Which she told you to put in your soup. Yes. <laughs> would I own sampler pitch? I would... Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's other ones that I Won't really sample lo- pitch or soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, own sample pitch or eat. Let's see. Um, I would. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I don't know. I think it's gonna be own or sample. But I feel like there's a couple others. This. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple others from Joram that I really, really like and would like to have. And I do. I would love to support the, the brand because I think they do great things. And I think he's a brilliant. Yeah, every uh, time we smell a jorm, we're like, holy shit, this is so, so, I hate to use the word clever because it always sounds like kind of a knock, but they are clever. You know, we've talked about it before. You can tell when the person composing it, and Josh with Libertines like this as well, where you can tell they love doing Mm -hmm. what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They love making, the fragrance that they've made, there was love. It has that special ingredient, much like mom's soup. And um, it's made with a little love. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, 
All right. Well, now it's your turn. Oh, yeah. Tell me the name. Yeah. That's Cardus by Joram Studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. They should rename it to Soup by Joram Studio. (laughs) (laughs) Well. But they do say, like, part of the copy is that this conjures images of untold ceremony and ritual. The fragrance flirts with tradition, aged herbs, and spices blended alchemically. I like it. Totally Plague Witch Soup vibes. It's a, I mean, I feel like all their fragrances are a bit witchy, though, too. <laughs> yeah, so, totally. um, all right. Well, it's your turn. I have just handed Jane her first selection. And uh, give me some uh, first words that come to mind. There's a ton of spice here. It's a total spice bomb. A bit of a medicinal Ricola vibe. Um, but also like a lot of deep woods. The colors that are coming to mind right now are like a bright, intense yellow and um, a really deep blue, uh, blue red. This smells like something in my childhood that I cannot place at all. And it's kind of driving me crazy. But this is pretty opulent. It's like this is not a scent that I could wear casually by any means. In fact, I would kind of struggle to think where I would wear a scent so spicy because it's spicy but there's like a touch of like um there's almost like lemon balm in here interesting spicy medicinal but kind of addictive what era would you set this in um I'm gonna say this smells like a Swiss apothecary in the like 1880s when when medicine was still very herb forward. It's pleasant, but it does like it's a bit of a wallop there with all these spices. So instead of soup, you're making medicine. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean Can I smell it real quick? Yeah. Now that it's kind of rested a little bit. I feel like this could make me nauseous a little bit, actually. There's a muskiness to it though. Like a musky pine sole type thing? Yeah. O- almost like musty cupboard. Yeah, uh, like it's vin- musk, it's but a bit, musty too. It's a bit vintage store too. Yeah. So I gotta say, I'm like kind of not loving this, and I can't picture like where would you wear this is my thing. What season would you say? <sighs> That's the thing. Like, there's no air in this. It feels kind of dense and shut in. So I feel like you know, it's it's a fragrance that you would have to wear strictly indoors. I don't feel like this would interact well with heat or humidity yeah and it's kind of stifling it's very tight and very dense oh okay yeah um it was composed and released in 2015 so i feel like maybe this is because this is this is a brand that we love and a perfumer that is one of the modern greats that we love very much um, I feel like maybe this is an early interpretation that maybe... But someone we love? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that makes me kind of sad to hear because I'm not, like, loving this fragrance. Let me give you the notes just to kind of throw. It's saffron, black tea, black pepper, leather, myrrh, coffee, osmanthus. Oh, the coffee is... I, that's the thing that's kind of making me feel nauseous and doesn't feel like it fits. Mm, yeah. Olibanum. Uh, Copaiba. Balm, which is like a soft, woody, and spicy resin, and sandalwood, stearax, and juniper berries. 
To me, juniper berries can sometimes, as much as I love gin. Yeah. yeah but gin's the, such a the, straightforward and, you know, juniper thing. Okay, but like juniper, there's a lot of strong notes in here. And juniper yeah. and coffee, I don't want to smell those things together. Mixed with tea and then olibanum and leather. You know, there's a lot of, I guess, now that I'm looking at it, now that yeah, I'm. Yeah, this is making me kind of sick. I'm like, let's move on from this pretty quickly because I'm not oh, loving okay. this. This is a pitch. Oh, okay. It is Nanban by Arkeist. Okay. You know, I could never really get on board with it. Yeah. And and now I'm like really seeing why. And like a true blind test, you know, was a good thing to do on this. Yeah. And coming up, I mean, we we both wore L a lot recently. And um, it's always funny to just see the contrast because there's so many that we just love from the line that sometimes just not everybody bats a thousand. That's no, for sure. Yeah. It's a bit headache inducing. Yeah, I'm starting to get it a little bit here as well. Yeah, there's just some notes that don't go well together. No, it's, for some reason. I mean, I know I call Crimson Rocks a bit of like a fun train wreck. That's like a not fun train wreck. Oh, there you go. All right. My turn for number two. Okay. I have just sprayed Jeff his second fragrance. And I actually put it on myself too. So we can both figure out how we feel about this. The thing that stands out to me most, first off, this is a really cool fragrance. It's kind of weird, and I think my exact words when you're first putting on me because you had to put it on the skin because it's a blotter. Uh, um, is, you know, it's like, wow, this is a crazy fucking fragrance. But it smells like peach fuzz. That's what I'm getting. It smells like fuzz. what I think peach fuzz, like. God, Jeff, you're so, I wish I could just, like, tell you. Because, like. You're picking up on something that I think is what's going on here. But it's it, not that. It smells like peach fuzz. There is a, there's this, like this, also this kind of mossy, peaty. It's, it's a really, it's a cool fragrance. I don't know that this is definitely not a fragrance, I think, for any, you know, many people. It's really See, cool. See, I actually feel like this could be a sleeper, like, hit. It's breathy too. Like it's a weird. It yeah. smells like peaches. It smells like a bundle, like a a bundle of peaches without honey. You're close. Being peaches, if that makes any sense. Like that. that no is one. one no one's wearing it. this and thinking like, oh, you know, that's a fruity gourmand scent. It just. It has the. God, I don't even okay. know how you would explain it, but. I wish I had my phone. I would Google how closely these fruits are related. It's there's there's some kind of amber in the base as well. I don't know what yet. Because you had to put it on my skin. I can't tell. There's almost like a almost like a rice to it. I don't know if there's any woods here, but there's There are there's a touch of woods. I mean, it would have to be something light, like a sandalwood yeah. or something, you know, generic. But Cedar. Cedar. It's very... I like this a lot. I in like a it, weird too. Way. Okay, I mean, can, I, I give you, I would, can I give you a hint? Yes, please. This is contains a note that I absolutely hate. Okay. It actually stars a note that I absolutely hate, and it has it in two iterations. Is it peach? <laughs> no. Can you want me to tell you? Uh, please, yeah. It's fig. Oh yeah, you hate fig. Fig usually makes me nauseous, but when I was like going, I through, could see that. Okay, I see where that. 
But also, like, when you said peach fuzz and, like, talking about that, like, kind of soft, hairy surface of the peach. Yeah. Like, figs, is it, is it figs very kiwi that. too. Figs it's got a that. little bit of kiwi. No, but figs have that, like, no, kind I know, of fuzz. So, so how closely related are they? Because I can totally see smelling this and being like, oh, yeah, it's a little peachy. There's something kind of buttery about it as well. Okay. Um, do it's me, very do much an amber you... of now. It's very much the color is kind no of. No amber. No amber. Well, um, I don't know how to describe like gourmands in a in a it's not really a gourmand but i guess it would kind of be a gourmand it's a green gourmand how about mm. that Can okay I tell you the note list please fig leaf vivana mm -hmm. okay oris oh i get the oris of really yeah it's very yeah, powdery that's the buttery powdery yeah. ricey thing uh fig galbanum mm. and cedar this is a fragrance that is a really cool experience. It's kind I would, of stunning, right? I, yeah, I would. Um, if this was, if you blind bought this and were like, "Hey, I just bought this," and I was like, "Oh, really?" and then I smelled it, I'd be like, "Oh, thank God, you just blind bought I this." I feel like this is the kind of thing, like where if we have been wearing this all summer, we'd be like obsessed. Yeah. Okay, so you know what? Like, everyone is so into philosychos, philosychos. Velocicos, Velocicos, mm -hmm. whatever. By their fig scent by Diptyque. Yes. Which I hate. I kind of like it, but yeah, we. This I like. Is, I don't mind fig scents. You don't like them. They can make me nauseous. Yeah. But for some reason, this works for me. Like I don't get like Gris Chanel. Gris Chanel works for you. Yeah. That's fig, right? Yeah. Mostly tea, but it's got fig in it. Yeah, but this is like fig, fig. There's two yeah. iterations of fig, and it's undeniably the star of this. And like this. Is so good, and it's a hundred times better than Philosophos. This is a little bit like my grandma's basement too, <laughs> where she would keep me during the summer. Yeah, and, um, yeah, in, in the sense that it's kind of damp and and a little bit of dank going on there. See, fig does that for me. Yeah, yeah. But it's all of these things are compliments. I'm loving this. I like it. I'd wear it. Um, you'd wear it. It's a modern fragrance to me. Um, it's not heavy. It's not light. Middle of the road. I'd wear it now. But I think this is all seasons. Um, yeah, but the thing is, like, it's good for summer. And that's hard to find. The kind of summer that we're having, it's kind of hard to find something that smells good and fresh right now. And I, I think, think this is good. I think if someone was wearing this, I would think, like, you have great taste. You're a cool person. Right? Yeah. You, you have, you're an interesting person that's just not... You're not mailing it in with fragrance. You have a genuine, you may not be a fraghead or somebody that's like so into fragrance, but you you know enough that you want your own scent and you've thought about it. And that I respect. Well, I'm going to tell you something that's going to really like seal the deal for you because I know you're a little bit of a snob about this, but their bottles are beautiful. It smells great. It feels cool. Perfect for the weather. You know, nice, nice clean note list, just kind of focused on what it's trying to do. The packaging is awesome too. Like you love the bottles, and I know that's important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, do you want me to tell you what it is? Uh, I would own it, by the way. Own yeah, I, pitch, I, so. I'm go ahead. I'm with tell you me on what, owning tell me it. it is. Casablanca by La Botica. Botica. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so this yeah, these were samples that we ordered with our big, uh, I think, Fumery in Portland. I'm so And I haven't it. really spent much time with them yet because we were so disappointed. No. We ordered this massive sample. I mean, it was like 
20 samples yeah and didn't know that they were all going to be blotters and it was like oh man <laughs> um so anyway yeah i like it that's a winner okay so i am going to do what am i number two for you yes. right yeah here we go i have just sprayed and handed jane's second choice for the, the game here this feels like a really heavy dose of like time eucalyptus it has this like clary sage that very cooling herbal quality but there's also a lot of like really soft musks here and it also feels like there's a soft petally rose so i'm just saying like it's stunning it's stunning and it's mellow too that is the the ultimate impression is that it's mellow there's maybe like a touch of citrus here but it's really cushiony, not tickling my nose too much. The last feels one was luxurious, but really earthy. Oh yeah, very earthy. Um, the last fragrance, uh, non bond was 2015. This is going even further back, 2013. Is to our year, is that the year that we started dating? The year that we started dating. Wow. Oh man. Okay, let me go through the criteria here. Where's yeah. The criteria questions. First here? words that come to mind. Uh, like I said, like cooling, mentholated, luxurious, cozy, maybe like, you know, a ranch in California. Um, temperature of this fragrance, I'm going to say like cool, like early, early spring when maybe when the winter's just starting to melt off and it's like 40 or 50 degrees. I see pale yellows. Um you know, kind of like thistly pinks. Seeing like a specific flower. I think it's a type of thistle. Um, yeah, it's very like open and airy. This doesn't weigh too heavy. I picture <laughs> a really chic woman wearing this. You know, she's wearing like cashmere and like beat up 501s. Maybe she doesn't believe in vaccines, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bit of that vibe. She lives in California, is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, like, like a California rich hippie va uh, rancher vibe for sure. But it's gorgeous. I really like this. There's um, it, more nuances coming out now where it's a little bit like maybe Palo Santo, sandalwoody. You want a little on your skin or you want to weigh you a little bit? Oh, okay. Yeah. I hope I didn't just spray that on our cheese board, but there's a chance. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it smells good. It's not wowing me. I don't feel like this is, this is like one I'll happily sample. It's not maybe as complex as I would like it to be. However, it's very, very pleasant. It's well done. It's on my want list. I will say that. Really? Mm-hmm. I really like it. Okay. Can you, can you give me some hints about the brand? Um, well, I'll give you the note list. Okay. It's violin varnish, mahogany. Sorry, violin? Violin, like, you know, playing the violin. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, mahogany, outdoors accord, amber pine rosin, maplewood, cypress, your eucalyptus. Okay. Spice tree resin, cedar, and moss. Okay. Yeah, I see all it's of It's very that. much all those things, I feel like. It's very like camping. It is. It's, it's a very rich and earthy and oily 
and like wood finish. I mean, but that, it's that soft. It, there's like a lot of softness here for me. Let me smell. You those. can you could hear that note list and see something that's like kind of um, bracing and yeah. sharp. And this is like total. Splintery. Exactly. This is like all soft, Ooh, cozy I like muskiness. This. I really do like this, and I think this is. I think if I gave this to you in November or January, <laughs> it would uh, you'd be like, well, oh yeah, mind. I'm gonna wear that with the. Uh, with the jorum and make my soup and play my violin. You know that picture of Selena Gomez that's going viral right now where she's like looking really serious with her poncho oh. wrapped around her? Like this this scent has a bit of that vibe. I'm saying it's a little self-serious. What brand is this? It, it is uh, DS and Durga. Okay. Love them. <laughs> they can be a little self-serious. Sure. Uh, well, wait, I mean... Notes are violin varnish and outdoors accord. So yes, I mean that, a little lyrical with it. Um, the notes are amid the transcendental woods of the 1800s. Craftsmen from the Massachusetts Bay Colony built violins and bows, old growth mahogany, burled maple shavings, apple or er, amber pine resin, aged walnut, and unique secret varnishes. Um. Okay, so this is Bowmakers, obviously. Yes. Yeah, I have to say, like, I'm not wowed by it the way I was when I first smelled it. I'm leaving. It. I'm out of here. I'm sorry. No. Love you, but this is mid. Well, for you, I like it. So, you know. To each their own. Exactly. We have fragrances that, uh, you know. It's self-serious. I stand by my Selena Gomez comparison. <laughs> I don't know this photo, but I, you know, I like Selena and I root for her. <laughs> we'll put it in the episode notes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I want my third one. I'm okay. ready. I have just sprayed Jeff the final round from my culinary selections of the game. He seems confused by this one. Because it smells a lot like there was a soda line when I was a kid. That was, I don't know who, if it was Pepsi or whoever owned it, was competing with Sprite and 7-Up. And it was called Slice. Shout out to those that remember that era. And it smells like Slice and a little bit like Jim Sock. Hmm. You gotta give me a sniff. Yeah, it's it's a little a little. And oh I, yeah, I get the gym sock. You get it? Yeah, it's a little bit like oh, you know, not in a way that okay, it's like. Man, I'm looking at the note list now, and it's like oh yeah, I see. Mom that. would yell at their teenage son and say like, "Go take a shower, you stink!" Kind of gym sock, but okay, kind but of like. I gotta say, it's not the most unpleasant gym sock. No, that's what I'm saying. Like when, so when I was a little kid, I played around the era that spice was a slice was around. I played football, and um, this reminds me of being in a football game, being very young, and slice being in a cooler, and also just like sweaty kids running around in football equipment on a hot summer day. <laughs> And um, it's very green. It's effervescent. It's very, there's such a lemon lime, slices of lemon light soda, obviously, because it's competing with 7-Up and Sprite. It's very clean in that way. Like, there's a very, like, comp yeah. the, the, the gym sock is the base. And the top notes <laughs> of that lemon lime soda seltzer, it's very effervescent. It's very, like, bubbly. Yeah. 
I don't know what else would be in this. Um, it, and I'll tell you, like, the the note list is like... There's a little cleaning solution to it. A little bit of pine saw. Yeah. The note list is kind of a hodgepodge. And it's a brand that's more about artistic impressions than, like, a crowd pleaser. What temperature is this fragrance? It's It's cooler. 40s, 50s degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know if that would be in Celsius for the for our overseas listeners. Um, color is clear green, yellowish. Where would I wear this? I don't know that I would. Yeah, I, I um, If I had to, I would wear it to the grocery store or to pick up some Sprite. You know, you were like, "Hey, I really want a Heath bar. Can you?" Get one for me. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to Walgreens get you a Heath bar. I'll spritz this on me and like come home. <laughs> but um, eras this set in now. So this is like the Adidas slides of fragrance for you in terms of wearability. This is the exact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Adidas slides that I am wearing right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, along with my Adidas shorts, because, you know, I represent three stripes, baby. Um, who would wear this? I don't, you know, now the, the, the gym socks are gone. Can I smell it? Yeah. It's actually kind of nice now. Now you're getting a little bit of the amber notes, kind of like there's a, okay. there's a vanilla, there's a, there's a sweetness to it, can a little I, bit of honey. Can I say, like, do you pick up on a little bit of mink by my radio on this? No. A tiny bit? Don't even blasphemous that oh, is okay. that is come on i'm just saying a touch they do share a couple of similar notes first off the biredo mink notes are bullshit with the exception of aldehydes sorry what do you think is going on in biredo mink notes do you think that i think that's all lies what do you think is actually going on honey I, it's all mystery it's all it's like wood chips and oil and uh, skankiness Okay. And aldehydes. We'll get we'll circle back on this. I didn't know you had conspiracy theories about Byredo and Mink. Yeah, I don't think that the when you look at the I've said that many times when you when you uh, look at the note list of Mink, it's like I don't get this. It I has do, like these like, really. I like, feel like the note list is accurate. Oh, okay. Well, that's the beauty of Mink. Is every it's up to anybody's interpretation. Yeah, it's a real Rorschach test. <laughs> um, but I'm starting to like this a little bit more. I, st I don't know if I'd own it, but... Can I tell you the... Give me some stuff spiel. about it. Yeah. The spiel. Okay, so this was created by a tattoo artist who said that I started this fragrance by visualizing ink, which is my medium as a tattoo artist, as black licorice, liquefying it and adding colorful translucency with raspberry leaf, a wash of herbal notes and gauzy painterly florals of rose and peony. Rather than create a blank canvas, I wanted to create a perfume that captured the possibilities of what the canvas could be. A kaleidoscope of watercolor, soft textures, and contrasting elements. Hmm. Okay. The translucency is what gets me like when he talks about watercolors. For me, it's really hard to pinpoint any one thing that's going on there. It feels really sheer. It does feel she it's well, I was saying it was like effervescent. It's like a clear soda. It's just bubbly and kind yeah, of like I totally get that. Misty and um but now that the gym sock thing is long gone, you're left with kind of the you get like the citrus woody. It's a little clean. 
Um, there's a, there's some some sweet notes to it. Some nice little. The note list is crazy. Like it's crazy how food forward the note list is. Can you is. tell me the 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 note list? It's green apple, raspberry, rhubarb, licorice, anise, honey, musk, basil, pink pepper, seaweed, peony, geranium, rose, vetiver, and patchouli. I think That's the, a lot of food. Notes. I think the seaweed is what I was getting with the the gym sock. Absolutely. I think that uh, you definitely get the green apple. You definitely. I did call out the honey. Because you yeah. do get the honey note. Um, For me, the honey and patchouli and the vetiver are going really strong here. Yeah, the 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 base is much nicer. I like it now that it's settled down. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would really ever... I mean, it's just not, to me, that interesting of a fragrance. Mm-hmm. But um, You just bought a fragrance from this brand. Is it Durdoofed? Yeah. Okay, what is it? Canvas. Okay. Created in collaboration with Freddie Albrighton, who is a popular tattoo artist... Who also has his own like line of fragrance that he just launched two years ago? That seems insane. We got to check that out. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I don't think I'd pitch it necessarily, and I'm I'm glad that we have the sample for reference. But yeah, I wouldn't. I would never own it. But uh, you know, cinematic baby, I'm going down with that one. I love. Cinematic, like, and I wasn't 100% sold on that one when we played it in the game, and then you just bought it, and now I'm so glad that you did. There's, yeah, there's one other one, because we got the sample set that I really just feel Was very it Match? Strong. Was the other one that we liked? I think it might be Pride. I think oh. it's the other Miguel Matos one. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Alrighty. Yeah. We'll check it out. All right, now it's your time for your final one. I want my final one. Here we go. I have just sprayed Jane's third and final scent, and I got to tell you, this is the fragrance that kind of inspired the others, and just the theme for me as far as just kind of this oily, spicy, woody. Yeah, I totally get that really rich, resinous woodsiness of it, and it's kind of like, you know, sharp and almost lacquered feeling, but there's also something like kind of tart and juicy going on in the opening. I love this fragrance. It's gorgeous. It's really, really good. It feels perfectly balanced. Like those are some of the first words that come to mind. I smell this and it's like, this is like a perfect juxtaposition juxtaposition of a few different elements that you wouldn't think go together. There's something juicy in here, right? Um I don't know. Bergamot yeah, bergamot I mean, yeah, at least. No, 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 no. There is. There is. This is also just it's it's described as a spicy woody gourmand. Yeah, there's so yeah, it's spicy, woody, but there's something kind of sweet and round going on here that makes it kind of addictive. Like I can't stop smelling myself. Jeff sprayed this on skin for me. I wore it recently oh. and just was like, "This is yes, I yeah, want this." This feels yeah. like almost. This actually feels quite a bit similar to Amber Teutonic. Like maybe there's some note overlap there. Is there like geranium in this by chance? There is not. I mean, there's, there's things that would be similar. Yeah, there is, there's cardamom. There's certain amber elements oh, to it. Mandarin? Like a... Yes, mandarin. Okay, so that this is starting this to have some overlap with Amber yeah. Teutonic. Um, cooking as alchemy, creative and transformative nourishment is one of the taglines. The warmth of a good meal shared with people you love, a stranger's kindness welcoming you into their home. Uh, yeah, I, I totally this. get that. Yeah. This so, feels very open and 
2022 is when this was made. The mm. note list is mandarin, coriander seeds, cardamom, elimi, I can never say it, myrrh, musk, patchouli, and cedar, Virginian cedar wood. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's a great note list. This smells amazing. Um, I would wear this all winter long. This is the kind of scent that I would wait all year to be like, oh, I can't wait until it's like cold out. So you think it does it's a, feel, a cold? It feels like coming in from the cold, like you're out on a walk. And I love that kind of story about being invited into somebody's home for like a, a wonderful dinner and like meeting new people and feeling like all of that camaraderie. What temperature would you say this fragrance is? Um, it's Warm, that, It's that kind of, it's that kind of polarity between really snappy coldness and cozy warmth, like coming in where's from the, the cold. Where's the tab? I want to smell it. Tab? Did you spray it on here? I did. Oh, shit. Number. Here it is. No, I don't know where it is. Yeah, you're going to have to find it. I just have to, to breathe you so in, are, I guess. Yeah. I guess I do have it right in front of me. I can yeah. Yeah. This is definitely winter. I think that even though this is a recent creation, something about this feels a Ooh, bit like... that's good. Sorry. It feels nostalgic and kind of like childhood-like to me. It's a little bit like watching a great Christmas movie that makes you feel warm and homey. Um, it's, you know, with that note list, it could be really heavy, but it's not overwhelming. I feel like this is something that could wear really well. Um, it's classic. And I really feel like this is a fragrance that almost anybody could wear. It's not masculine or feminine. It's not old or young. It's just a, bit, a little bit one of those core memory type fragrances. I think that, you know, yes, we're talking about meals. We're talking about spices. Oh, this and is I know stunning. that we've spoken Mandarin. a lot about soup. Not is, there, is there a, I get a certain amount of like wateriness to this. No, I'm I can totally see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can but there's see, a water, I can yeah. see like the, the high water content in the Mandarin. Yeah. I can feel yes, that. There you go. Get there's a, like a pulpiness. Yeah. Pulpiness is. Got to render that down when you're, <laughs> when you're making your soup. <laughs> no, this is a little bit more like. A mulled wine or a hot toddy vibe? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. it's sweeter than a soup. <laughs> Shut up about the soup. There's no, this is not savory for anyone listening. This doesn't smell like onions and thyme. This smells like Christmas. Yeah. No, it's nice. It's very Christmassy. This is what you and I are going to want to be wearing when we're curled up watching Paddington with Henry for the first time this winter. Oh, it's going to be so amazing. Own sample pitch. Like a, okay. I would want to spend some time with it before I committed because I do, like I said, it's a little bit like a sweeter, more gourmand Amber Teutonic, which actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, sounds like something I need to own. Um, I'm going to spend some more time with this. It's, do it. it's an, it's an own sample for me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, this, I really This could like be it. one that like, if I get to know over time that I could start recommending above Amber Teutonic. This is from a line that uh, are, is new to us and I've really become smitten with a couple of the fragrances. Okay. This one included great price point. Um, and I just. 
I, I wore this the other day after wearing one that I really like. And I just like, oh, now I, I kind of like this one just as much almost. And there's one other one that I really, really like. And I think you would really like. And um, I just wanted to get your, your thoughts on this. But wearing this one, I really just, yeah. This smells so, I mean, it smells it's so lovely. good right now. It's yeah. really lovely. Ooh, it's kind of, it's kind of like the other two that I sprayed for you wishes it could be this good. This is just a lot more dynamic than that. It's those. just a good fragrance. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really good. Um, it is a piece by Miskio. And uh, I'm just, I'm smitten with it. Like a lot of their line. That's really good. Yeah. So they're German. They're a German line that uh, is using French words to trip me up. Yeah. They're deliberately confusing us. I... I would be so embarrassed to try to pronounce this. But um, I think they're 30 ml, but they're extraits. And they're around, I don't know, 110 US. Yeah, that's really good. I can definitely, like at that price, are at cool. that price point, I can definitely say own. You can tell they've taken great pride in it. There's wonderful stories mm. and, you know, things about who should wear it and how should how you should wear it and it's it's real imaginative i guess for me like the the deciding factor will be how long it lasts mm -hmm. so let me spend some time with it but that could definitely go on my want list like that's and also like that's the kind of fragrance that i could happily and confidently gift people for christmas yes you know what i mean there's a couple others um well <laughs> yes i mean Tell me how you don't, I you don't come that. to Fragrophilia for pronunciation. That is for sure. But there is one that that is one that I think you would really, really like. It's I think their newest one. Okay. Do we have a sample? We do have a sample All of right, it, cool. and you we'll should try that it. Out. Yeah. All but, right. Okay. So that's another round of the game and another episode of Fragrophilia. We thank everyone for listening. And yeah. if you have any questions, thoughts, comments, uh ideas on something we should try please feel free to write us at hello at fragrophilia.com or visit us at fragrophilia on instagram or tiktok you can message us there we love hearing from you guys and thanks as always for spending this time with us we had a great time we hope you enjoyed the game this time with us and we'll look forward to seeing you next time